This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And greetings and salutations, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. We have my man Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman together on the ESPN app, Sirius X and Channel 80, and always tell you a smart speaker to play ESPN radio. It's one of our favorite moments each and every week, and it always happens because at 5 o'clock, if you're not happy, you're about to be. You play to win the game. The doors are open. Don't press in. It's happy hour with her. He is Herm Red with ESPN NFL and Always a pleasure, always a treat to have him in studio each and every time around this time, each and every Monday party happy hour. Herm, hit him on Twitter at Herm Edwards. And you know the New York Jets really, really well. You coach that mm-hmm. organization. You still know people, part of that organization. Check out what Robert Sala, Jets head coach, had to say. They're going to bench their quarterback, Zach Wilson. As a matter of fact, he's going to be a third stringer when they play Friday afternoon against the Miami Dolphins on Black Friday. What is Zach's future with this team? Uh, we'll deal with it in the offseason, guys. Um, right now, it's just it's really about Miami. Decision to go with Tim Boyle this week. You know, just to give him an opportunity, a uh, different style of quarterback. So really, it's just to give him an opportunity to see if we can do something with the offense. What will the uh, status of Zach be this week, Robert? Is Trevor going to be the backup? Is Zach going to be the backup? All three will be up on game day. Trevor will be the immediate backup. All right, Herm, you already had to say your thoughts on that. Yeah, I, you know, I, I feel for, for all parties. Um you know, going into this uh, scenario when he had to play because of Aaron Rodgers, uh, and you watched it the first couple weeks, and you watched the, the the glare this young guy had in his eyes of that, uh, you know, this is a little bit too big for me right now. Right. Uh, and when you watch him play, he's very uh, indecisive, to say the least. You know, worried about making decisions with the ball. Uh, plays in New York. Mm. Uh, that doesn't make it easier. Mm-hmm. Um, replacing Aaron Rodgers where this team had all these hopes of high expectations of getting into the playoffs and maybe having a chance to win this division, and rightly so. I mean, the way this division is topsy-turvy, especially in the East now. Buffalo Bills got shaky all of a sudden, right? right. And the Miami Dolphins are pretty good. But, you know, that they, they so that it's a division that the Jets could have competed to win. Mm-hmm. And this young man has to go in and play. Now, He's a first-round pick. Um, but with that being said, you know, th- 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 that's a lot of pressure on, on its own, right? And so it's a time now where I think Coach Salas is looking at his football team and he's he can feel it. He can feel the players right now, right? He can feel – he can sense what the players are feeling. They're not saying anything. And this he's done a good job of keeping this group – Look, uh, uh, They play hard for him. And, no and especially what. in New York, man, there's a lot of things that, that could be said right now, you know, about – the situation they're in. These players are just stand, they, they're walking the line, man. They're walking the line. And that's got to give that coaching staff credit and these players credit because you can easily turn the switch and blame it all on this guy. So I think going forward, is the quarterback in the building they want? Yeah, it's Aaron Rodgers if he comes back. But going forward, after Aaron Rodgers leaves, they're probably going to be looking for a quarterback. And Coach, I, I would say this. I said this earlier. When it comes to Zach Wilson in 2024, what I don't want the Jets to do is have him with a roster spot, and that can be someone else whose future could be bright when Aaron Rodgers leaves mm. and can take advantage of the situation. We've seen Zach Wilson for three years, right? And he has not taken advantage of the situation. We know that things have been entirely too big from him, whether it was his first year, his second year, or this year when Aaron Rodgers got hurt. And he basically in so many, so many, 
words being said, when you get thrust into the starting lineup after Aaron Rodgers goes down four plays in, dang, it's not supposed to be my time yet. Versus someone really taking advantage of that situation and saying, you know what, it's time to thrive. Now, I've been waiting for this. That I don't think that was the case for Zach Wilson because Zach Wilson, you heard and you hear it in Robert Sala when he's talking, like, you know, he was supposed to sit this year. This was supposed to be a red shirt year for him. Mm, he he, yeah. he actually he really wasn't supposed to play at all this season. So yeah. I just think moving forward, I think someone else needs to back up Aaron Rodgers that has a more promising future because I think we've already seen what we've seen from Zach Wilson. Well, you make a great point, and that's probably where it's going to where it's going to be. I mean, when you think about where he's at right now, he's he's with third on the Death Star. He's not even second. Yep. And so I think going forward, I think it's good for all parties. And look, we've seen this happen to other quarterbacks. By the way, Geno Smith. Yep. All right. Yeah. He's one that comes to mind. I mean, the love affair in New York wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. You know, and he found his way. He stumbled around and, and, and kind of found his way. Baker Mayfield. I mean, he'll get another opportunity somewhere. Okay. And probably that's what he needs to do. Go somewhere else. And learn from all this, and and see and, and see if you can do it right, and and yep. you'll get an opportunity. I mean, because quarterbacks are hard to find, guys. We say it every week. And here's the crazy <laughs> part anymore. You know, I've always said, you know, who's the quarterback? But you know what's more important in today's world? Who's the backup quarterback? Absolutely. Who's the? I mean, now you got to look at. You're looking for one quarterback, mm-hmm. but you really got to look for two. At San Francisco. I mean, anybody. Ask Minnesota. Right. All these guys, man. You, you they go down, and you go, who's the next guy up? He's going to have to go in there, and, and, and hopefully it's not all year, but he might have to steady the ship for a week or a month, right? And that's going to help you if you got a good backup. No doubt about that. Always a pleasure having happy hour with Herm Edwards, ESPN NFL analyst, joins us in studio each and every time around this Monday on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. Speaking of quarterbacks, Purdy. Rock Purdy. He was pretty, pretty yesterday. Uh, yeah, yes, he was. He, he, he was pretty, pretty good yesterday. Yeah. Back-to-back weeks ever since they had the bye week. The average fan will see that personnel is back. That has made him look better. What else do you see about what we've seen from Brock Purdy that we did not see during the three-game losing streak? Well, his left tackle's back. That helps him. Uh, Debo's back. That helps him. But but I just think, you know, the bye week helped these guys. Um, they went off and, and got their minds right again. They were on a little bit of a slump. Uh, but look, you know, this guy, you know, people are going to say what they want about Purdy. I do know this. He's a mentally tough guy. I mean, he's playing on a team that people have expectations for this team to be one of the elite teams in football. For a guy that was a seventh-round pick, right? He's, he's playing on that team. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm playing on – so they expect to win. This team expect this organization expects to win. It expects to be in a championship game. They were in a championship game. He gets hurt. I mean, so, you know, a, a lot of things that this young guy's dealt with, but he came out this week and – yeah. He looked like he pretty good again. <laughs> you know, and it's funny because when a quarterback struggles or has a bad week or two, we want to like, this is the National Football League. Uh, people don't realize the NFL, I, people say it's week to week. I say it's second to second. It's hard. It's yes. hard, yes, man. It is. <laughs> all right, and all the, I mean, look, I'm going to ask another one now. Watch this one. There was a guy in in Denver that was, uh, you know, and all of a sudden a new coach, and all of a sudden they're like getting beat by 70. <laughs> right. He's out. Coach is, getting, coach is going to get rid of him. He can't fit the system. They're done. This is it for Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson got a new menu. 
<laughs> he got a new menu. Whatever the menu was in the beginning wasn't good enough. And guess what? Coach Payton said, you know what? We're going to well, you know, you're not column A anymore. Let's go to column B and C. Mm-hmm. They won four in a row now. Absolutely. And beat some yep. pretty good football teams. Right away, Russell Wilson's on 19 touchdowns. Russell Wilson's not the problem. The defense was the problem for a while. Now guess what? Now the defense in the last couple of weeks allowing 17 points. All of a sudden, this team has kind of found its way. You know, it's got its sea legs, and you don't want to play the Denver Broncos right now. Coach, I'm, I'm excited because I get to call the, the Broncos and, and, and Browns game this weekend out in Denver, and it Ooh, leads boy. me to I want to talk about that Browns and Steelers game. And it was hard for me to sit there and watch it, Coach, yep. because of the offenses. Um, but I do respect a lot what Kevin Stefanski did. He protected his young quarterback and didn't allow him to have the game that he had his first start versus the Baltimore Ravens. Coach, they ran the quick game yes. the entire game. Yes. I don't know how Pittsburgh defensively didn't have more than one interception because that's all they ran was the quick game, Coach. You no, know, they ran the quick game and, and they ran the ball in the bootlegs and, and, boot and they yep. let their defense uh, stay in the game because, look, they're playing a team – if you don't turn the ball over, they're going to struggle scoring too. So, you know, and we, there's sometimes you go into games as a head coach and you're going, look, they can't score. They can't score. So th- unless we turn the ball over or fumble the ball or miscue on a punt return or just do something silly, we're going to be in this game with a young quarterback. I got to make sure the quarterback understands you don't have to try to win the game. You just manage it, and there will be some plays or two right. that you're going to have to make, which he did at the end. Mm-hmm. And yep, I played against drive. this young man. We coached against this young guy mm-hmm. when he was at UCLA, right? right? Uh-huh. And you watch this game, and you're going, is this guy going to beat the Steelers? A rookie quarterback going to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers? You know how hard that is to do <laughs> with all the fronts and different looks they give you yeah. on defense? And he was very calm. And at the end, he had the ball at the end, and nobody believed it. He went right down if he went from the, mi- yes, from the minus did. 35 to the plus 34 yep. and got him in field goal range and kicked the field goal. And they won. It was like, oh, okay. But they made it ugly. That's how the Steelers have been winning. Mm-hmm. They just didn't have the ball at the end. And that's when you play that game, it's a game of who's going to possess the ball, what is the score. And here's the problem. At the score, if it's tied, you got a problem. Right. If they got the ball. Because now all they got to do is kick a field goal. If they needed a touchdown, maybe that would be different. Right. But they just needed a field goal to win this game. Yeah. Wow. Herm Edwards, ESPN NFL Alice, a little happy hour with Herm each and every time on this time on Mondays on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio. On the other side, the Steelers. Yes. Basically, you just said about Dorian Thompson Robinson. Why have they not been able to figure that out with Kenny Pickett in year two? You know what? It's puzzling to me because I watch him play offense and I go, Something's, something doesn't, it doesn't match up here. I mean, this guy has played quarterback. He's not a rookie quarterback. Right. They have a pretty good tight end. Mm-hmm. Get the tight end and the backs involved in the passing game. Because right now, they won't let that guy throw the ball over 20 yards down the field. They will not. Yep. Everything underneath. And it's like, is, am I missing something here? I don't know. I'm not in the building. I don't know if the young guy's is, is he lost his confidence? I don't know. And the players, you know, are starting to, you know, okay. Najee Harris was very strong. Okay, Najee Harris, but understand this. I understand Najee Harris, and I respect him. He's a heck of a football player. But there's another running back yeah. that's kind of shining. Yeah, the, oh, yeah, the, right. that Warren guy put Say him it again, though, yeah, coach. Well, you know, and, and, and guy from Oklahoma what, State. Yeah, yeah, see, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, they go to Najee. You know, the, the, the press knows who to go to. 
Yep. They're depressed. Mm-hmm. They watch all this stuff, too. And they go, hey, well, this other guy, Shannon Andre's not getting the ball as much. Mm-hmm. Offense not moving. Let's go interview him mm-hmm. to see if he's going to say something. And, and boy, he gave him he. a little bit. Yeah. Right? He gave him a little bit because he's, 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 he's frustrated a little bit. I, I get it. But that's what you got to deal with. Now, the good part, they got a head coach that can handle all this. Analysts. I mean, mm-hmm. you think about the Pittsburgh Steelers. No one anticipated those guys to be six and four. Amen. You know, but they got to play ugly. They had another team that played ugly. They had the ball at the end and won. Well, I would say this too because the Steelers actually they got the football back, coach, with a minute and forty-two left. They did. And, and what really upset me about that drive is that they didn't look for George Pickens not one time. No. And, and that's and that's that's hard for me to wrap my head around. Now they went to Deontay Johnson, yep. and you had moments where throughout that football game where him and Kenny Pickett just weren't on the same page. No, like no. I don't know if it was you know Deontay Johnson not running the right route or Kenny Pickett not throwing the right route, but those guys weren't on the same page. But when you have a a drive and you have that football with under two minutes, I would think you would look for George Pickens, who's your best offensive receiving threat. On the football team. Yeah, you make a great point, and I'll, I'll say this. Uh, I, you know, I, look, I, I haven't watched the whole game yet because he's trying to watch all these games, but I do know this. Uh, Cleveland's got a pretty good defense. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, they do. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I mean, so, I mean, you got to look at that, too. It's like, well, they're playing the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. And, you know, 10, 15 years ago, yeah, it's just playing the Cleveland Browns. You know, this I, I said something today on television, and it shocked me. And this is, this is interesting. The Cleveland Browns, the last time they won the division was in 1989. Mm-hmm. Lord, Benny Kosar was a quarterback. Guys. I was, I was five years old. Think about that. He's a younger snapper. 1989. That's like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> uh-huh. That's 1989. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers have been in this division. I get that part. But it's like, Really? You don't think of it, but that's how hard it is. People don't realize how hard it is to win divisions, to win games. It's just, wow. it's just take it for granted. Oh, yeah. we're supposed to win. Eh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I yeah. supposed to? But to do it is a different thing. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Herman Edwards, ESPN NFL Analyst in studio, part of Happy Hours with Herman, Freddie, and Harry and ESPN Radio. That's what makes the Chiefs what they've been able to do. Oh, Just fascinating. Yes. And it's not going to be easy because it never is. No. But I can see them playing a six straight time in the AFC Championship game in their home building. No doubt. Play the Eagles tonight, 815 Eastern Time on ABC and ESPN. Harry believes the Eagles need to win this game more because of their upcoming schedule. I believe the Chiefs need to win this game more for their psyche and also look at the AFC and say, even when we were down, quote unquote, you still couldn't catch us. Where do you stand? Well, I think it's, it's more important to the Chiefs to win at home. You know, they've been beaten at home. They got beat the first game of the season by Detroit. By Detroit. At home, yep. Mm-hmm. Right? So that, that's always been sacred ground. Uh, Arrowhead. Coming in there trying to beat us. And you know that being a former I know coach it. of the Chiefs. I've been, been there many a year. Coached there as an assistant coach. Had the, you know, had the honor of being a head coach there as well. Um, and I, I think when I look at this game, a couple things come to mind right away. It's the ability for the, for the Eagles to defend the red zone. When you look at the Super Bowl, that's what got them. They tried to do some things in coverage where the Chiefs were ahead of them. Mm-hmm. You know, they were trying to pass some stuff off. They had two touchdowns. Nobody even guarded the guys. Mm-hmm. The wide. communication wasn't yeah. there, yeah. and it was just. It, it, and, I, and I and I actually went on television and, and showed people what they were trying to do, and it, it, it just doesn't. It, it was no. It's too hard. Yeah, you never want to have a defense. I thought you had him. Yeah, <laughs> I got him. He got him. We received. Yeah. Well, but that's 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 the beauty of a coach like Andy <laughs> yes. Reid because yeah. they self scouted. 
very, very well before that Super Bowl came. And they some of the things that they seen on film, they exploited it and took advantage of it. Well, and they exploited it from Doug Peterson because the Jacksonville ran these same routes. Mm-hmm. Yep, but that's yep. another story. Right. On the other side of it, the Eagles have problems covering the tight end. They got a pretty good tight end. Now, if you're the Eagles, then what you want to do is you got to steal possessions. You got to make them stop you. Jalen Hurst has to run tonight. He's got to make some unannounced plays with his legs. Right. And I, I'm hoping he's a, feeling a little bit better because I know he's got a knee. Mm-hmm. And I don't want him to hurt himself. If he's hurt, had, a, had a week off. Had about so, a week so, so, and I think he knows that. I'm going to have to make some, some the ones that aren't on the script yeah. that they practice against, I have to make some that they ain't seen yet with my legs, right? And the key is this. Who's covering A.J. Brown for the jump ball? Yeah, good luck with that. If he can catch a couple jump balls, mm, this could be an interesting game, right? Because that's one thing. He's going to throw it up to him. And I've said it numerous times. I said, when he first started doing it, I was sitting there watching this and going, no! And he jumped up and he catch it. I went, huh, that's interesting. And he did it again. And I go, no! And he did. Now I'm like, go ahead and throw it to him, man. He's going to jump up. Well, here's the unique unique thing about that. It's not only when he's in man. He will he will throw it up when he's double covered too. That's what I'm saying. He gonna give him opportunities regardless of what the coverage is against the commanders. It didn't make any sense. But you know what? This guy had Harry played receiver. He's got to have the strongest hands I've ever seen because he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't body catch things over his head. He doesn't do that one. He goes up with these big old hands and he grabs that ball and they can't get it away from him now. So I think I think it's, it's strong hands. It's the arms and forearms yeah. oh, being strong yeah. because you notice when you have defenders grabbing on him downfield, yeah. Yeah. it never bothers him or it never derails him for what the, the final mission is. And that's attack the football, catch the football by all means necessary. He, he reminds me now, now the guy that I'm going to say, and I, and, and, and I'm dating myself because I played with him, but he was bigger. But same deal. They couldn't guard him. And a lot of it because of his height. It was Harold Carmichael. He was 6'7". Yeah, for the Eagles. Yes. Mm-hmm. Played with me. Yep. Number 17. Great player. But I can remember when Jaws used to throw him the ball and the DBs were going up trying to catch it. And he was so big and tall. He had these big old massive hands. And he'd jump up and catch the ball. And they're pulling his arm. It didn't matter. He'd come down with the ball. That's what this guy reminds me of. But yep. he's not as tall as Harold. Mm-hmm. But he's got the strong arm and he's got reach. He's, he's got long arms too, by the way, when you watch him play, right? But Harry makes the point. He's a powerful man. Yeah, he, I, don't, I don't recall a receiver looking like that. No. That could play like that. Oh, uh, the one guy. In terms of like the body size because. Well, he, I would say Julio though. No, but, Julio but he's, he's a, cause I, cause I played it, with Julio. Yeah, but isn't AJ a little thicker than Julio? Well, he's 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 bigger than Julio. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. bigger. Yeah, he's bigger than Julio. I mean, I mean, Julio's big. AJ's big. At <laughs> <laughs> the wide receiver position. Oh, he's a strong man. He, he's a very he's strong a man. Powerful man. Now, I mean, yeah. it's just you could just when he when he runs and you watch his cleats go on the ground, it's like yep. whoa. Yeah, yeah, that ground's crying, that just, ground's crying, just, uncle. You know, it just it just comes up. It's like, wow, man, this dude's he's a powerful runner, powerful man, and has great body control. Yeah, real quick, who you got winning tonight? Come on, man. Oh, he goes, oh, that's a tease. Look at him. He said, fly, Eagles, fly, all the way to victory. I mean, it is a Herm Edwards Bowl because he played for the Eagles and coached for the Chiefs. That's why I asked the question. This, this is a hard it's one. different when you play for him, though. Yeah, it, 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 that's it, true. You're right. And, and, but, but it's kind of ironic, um, this game, because of the fact that my, my first job in the NFL was a player. It was with the Eagles. Uh-huh. 
my first job in the NFL as an assistant was with the Kansas City Chiefs. Wow. I mean, that, and, and I stayed in that league for over 30 years playing and coaching. And so both these teams, you know, they, they mean something to me. They do because mm-hmm. they, gave, they gave me an opportunity, yes. right? And you always pull for people. You know, I, don't, I don't pull against anybody. Absolutely. I'm not that kind yep. of guy. Yep. I don't pull. Like, I don't watch games and go, I want those guys to win. I got friends on all the teams. I got head coaches. I, I, I assistant coaches. I got players. I don't pull against anybody. I don't say, well, I want that team to win. You know, and that's why it's always hard when you say, you, if the Eagles are playing somebody, I say, yeah, I like the Eagles to win. I mean, right. you know, I, but I'm not like pulling against them or I'm not pulling against Kansas City. But it's hard when you sit in this role because people ask you, who are you taking, coach? And every time they ask me, I just flap my wings. I go, okay, I'm flapping my wings. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know what that means. I flap my wings. It's all good. <laughs> That's why we love each and every Monday around this time when it's happy hour with Herm Edwards. Hit him up on Twitter. He has the ESPN NFL analyst at Herm Edwards. Always gracious with his time and always with the knowledge here on Freddie and Harry. I always appreciate you, brother. Thank appreciate you, Herm, so you much. Both. Thank you. Thanks, let, Coach. Let us know who wins tonight. Is all it going to be I'll the be Chiefs? Okay. I'll be watching. I'll be on tomorrow. I have to talk about it. There, yes, he will. He will be all over the place tomorrow. Sports and everywhere else talking about it. But who's going to win tonight's massive Monday night game? Eagles on one side, Chiefs on the other side. Let us know on the Dr. Pepper call in line at 888 Seven seven six. Harry will give you his answer. I'll give you my answer. Give us your answer. Who wins tonight's Monday Night Football game on ABC and ESPN at 815 Eastern Time between the Eagles and the Chiefs in Kansas City? Let us know. 888-729-3776. And when it comes to the Eagles in the NFC, they're the best. Who's close to them? We'll give you that after Harry has this word from Farm Fresh Christmas Trees. Well, one thing I do know that Christmas is right around the corner. So get real and keep it real this holiday season by buying real Christmas trees. Did you know that buying real Christmas trees helps save the American Christmas tree farmer industry? For every 10 Christmas trees planted, an acre of land is saved. And so are American farmers' jobs. Plus, buying real Christmas trees helps keep real holiday memories alive while helping our environment. Buy real Christmas trees this holiday season at Lowe's or wherever Christmas trees are sold. Get more information online at GetRealKeepItReal.com Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And, boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. 
Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman together on Reggae Monday. Freddie and Harry style, thank you very much. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Appreciate you joining us on Sirius X and Channel 80. And I say you're smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Who wins tonight's game between the Eagles and the Chiefs? 8-15 Eastern time, the game of the year so far in the regular season on ESPN and ABC. Harry and I will give ours after we hear from you at 887-293-776. Freddie, I love this song. It, it was actually in my favorite movie. My favorite movie yeah. all time is Love Jones. Oh, yeah, absolutely. When they go, when they mm-hmm. go to the little reggae club. Yeah, Freddie and you know, Yeah, he, he getting that little dance on mm-hmm. with Neil Long. Mm-hmm. Boy, that's one of my favorite oh, reggae wait. songs right there. And he's not thinking of Freddie McGregor. There's this great Caribbean station in New York where I grew up called WLIB and they would do the Caribbean top 10 each and every Saturday and I never missed listening to it especially the one summer I worked for my next door neighbor he owned the air conditioning refrigeration company and all the guys he hired either were from Jamaica Trinidad or Grenada (laughs) so I was LIB into the 25th power and we would never miss the Caribbean top 10 every Saturday and the DJ always said and it's time for the number 5 record Freddie McGregor and he always say Freddie McGregor's name that way and I was like what is he saying and then Frankie Bang one of my guys he's saying Freddie McGregor but he's like Freddie McGregor you gotta say it aggressive when you say Freddie McGregor but yeah Love Jones when they yeah. go to the club and that's when mm-hmm, that'll get you right and ready as I like Don't to say. Don't worry. We just kicking it. Exactly. <laughs> in more ways than one. David and Virginia got the massive game tonight between the Chiefs and Eagles. Who wins? Let us know on Freddie and Harry at 888-729-3776. You know my Eagles going to tear that. You know what's going to happen. You know we fired up tonight, right? Yeah. And we're going to win this game okay. by two touchdowns. Really? And I'm going to tell you why. Okay. I'm going to tell you why. Andy Reid is going to get down early because our defensive line going to control the game, and he's going to put Mahomes in the same predicament that he did with McNabb. Throw the ball all, every time, and we got something for that. We got our playmakers back. Roby is back in the nickel. Believe that. But most importantly, our run game is going to be wide up because Jurgens is back. Nobody talking about it, but watch what I tell you. We'll run right over him. Now, one person I'm worried about for Kansas City is right tackle Jawan Taylor. Mm -hmm. And I think with that in mind, what Philadelphia better be alert for when when it comes to Kansas City's offense Mm -hmm. is the screen game and throwing the football to the running backs out of the backfield to try to negate that pass rush of Philadelphia. Well, they're not running over Kansas City because that defense is really good against the run. That ain't happening to Chris Jones and that bunch up there. And Nick Bolton, the linebacker, you may have success running the ball. You're not running over that team. That's number one. Number two – I might have slid with you, but you cannot put Donovan McNabb and, and Patrick Mahomes in the same sentence about defending a quarterback. Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. We talking about MVP and we talking about Super Bowl champ. Yeah, exactly. And one's not like the other. <laughs> one is not like the other as far as that goes. Mike in South Carolina, who you got tonight on Monday Night Football in Kansas City, the Chiefs or the Eagles and why? 
I got the Chiefs, man. I, I need to see some Mahomes magic tonight. So do I. And not so much for Mahomes, but you give Andy Reid a bye week, he's been pretty good in his career. 27-4 and four after having a bye week. When he was the Eagles coach, they were 20-3. and three. He is 7-1 and one after bye weeks as a Kansas City head coach. Whatever mishaps they were having offensively, they still are 7-2. and two. Andy Reid has been pretty good, Harry Douglas, working his magic after a bye week to get everybody ready, especially this offense, for the second half of the season. Yeah, he, he has, Freddie. And I think when you're playing an opponent like the Philadelphia Eagles and you have that extra week. Now, don't, granted, Philly had a, a bye week as well, but mm-hmm. I think Andy Reid and his history at the bye weeks, I think it speaks for itself. I think another thing in this game, uh, when it comes to Andy Reid and company, I think the run game has to be a factor too, right? For we both know teams, those, yes. yes we, we, teams. we know those wide receivers of the Kansas City Chiefs, they, they haven't lived up to the hype so far this season. But also, can those guys live up to the hype when it comes to this Philadelphia Eagles and their secondary being the weakest link of this defense so far this year? Yeah, so who do you got tonight? I'm going Eagles. Yeah. I'm going Eagles because of the simple fact that I believe if Philly can get the run game going, we know they're able to take away possessions. We know when it's first down and they can gain three yards. We know when it's second down, they can gain three three more. We know if they get to fourth and two and fourth and one, we all know what's coming. The world know what's coming. Mm-hmm. No one's been able to stop it yet. So if they can control the clock and take up possessions away from Patrick Mahomes and right. company, they're going to win it. They're the only team in the NFL that if you don't win on first down, you have no chance of beating them, meaning yep. Philadelphia. If they're in second and six, you can forget it. That's four down territory to them. That is the one team that you have got to make them play second and third and long. Anything second and medium, you're right. That's an extra possession or even two that they can take away from your offense. Even if you get the ball back, you're getting the ball in the long field because they've been able to win on first down, even if that possession is not ending the score. It makes it very hard for you to play uphill against a team that loves playing downhill. That being said, in Kansas City, I'm taking Kansas City. I'm taking the Chiefs. I'm betting on that whatever have ailed that offense to be that inconsistent, to not like look like the offense we're used to seeing, they'll fix it just a little bit. And I think playing at home, the Herm Edwards who joined us about 20 minutes ago, they don't want to lose another game at home. It's already happened once at the Detroit Lions. They don't want to be a team that's lost twice in a place that they consider a den of thieves against opposing teams. I think they find a way to get this done to be a close game, but I think the Chiefs win it. I think what's unique about the, you know, what do they call it? The tush push, the Philly push, whatever they call it. They call it the brotherly shove. Brotherly shove, the, there the we tush go. tush push, yeah. I, I think what's unique about it is that they have some wrinkles off of it now, too. Yes. Right? That so, so jet you, sweep wrinkle that we you, saw. You yeah. have to defend a lot more than just Jalen Hurts quarterback Absolutely. sneaking it. Yeah. And how much of that is because of the injury? Where reducing that stress and that left knee injury, however, however severe that was, but that's a lot of torque putting on that trying to push behind the offensive line no matter what kind of push they get. I thought that was pretty creative by yep. that coach that would say, we can't put so much stress and really weaken that knee some more. And it came with something else as a derivative that you got to worry about. It's a great point you mentioned about having a counter off a play that is right now the most unstoppable play in sports. And, and I think it's smart, though, right? Because you have a play that's been so successful. You had your quarterback, Jalen Hurts, who's having those knee issues. But you want to be able to counter and have more things that you can do. I'm waiting for a pass to come off of it. Okay. I don't know how it's going to get done, but there, there are a lot of different things that you can do with that one brotherly shove, tush push uh, by, the, by the Philadelphia Eagles in their offense. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Who's going to win tonight's game between the Eagles and the Chiefs in Kansas City? 
Harry has Philadelphia. I have Kansas City. Let's say what you have to say. 888-729-3776 on the Dr. Pepper call in line. Paul and Reno, who you got tonight and why? Well, I, I hope it's an overtime game. I hope it's a tough game, a brutal beating. I hope they just beat each other up. I'm a Bills fan, and we got Philly <laughs> next week. So go long, and uh, let, let's hope. Go Bills, go Mafia. You, the sound you hear right now is Christine Lisi raising her right hand in solidarity saying, Paul, Paul, <laughs> he's my man. If the Bills can't do it, nobody can. I kind of like that Futures game he's playing. Like, yeah, go out there, knock each other around, bloody each other up. This way when my team gets at you, you're not going to have as much to try to deal with them, and they're trying to stack some wins together. They try to get a chance to get in the AFC, any AFC players when it comes to Buffalo. No, I would say this. You got to look at what happened in the game last night for Buffalo. They had a lot of guys in their secondary go out. Again. Like, yeah, so you're hoping the Eagles are banged up, but Buffalo right now, they're banged up defensively. When you talk about multiple secondary guys going out that football game last night, and you're talking about a Jalen Hurts who can play from the pocket, a Devontae Smith and an A.J. Brown and a Julio Jones and company. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Either way, it's going to be a bunch of filthy McNastiness going on tonight involving two teams that are developing a respect and maybe a little bit of, I don't like you, you don't like me kind of deal involving the Eagles and the Chiefs. One last one from Bobby in Kansas. Bobby, thanks for calling us on Freddie and Harry at 888-729-3776. Chiefs, Eagles, tonight in Kansas City. Bobby, who do you got and why? Come on, man. You already heard the state. You know, we're going to go with these football temps, right? You know, hey, first of all, let me tell you, man, I definitely love Freddie, man. Appreciate a fan you. like everybody else, man. Happy to see you in this primetime spot. Appreciate you. But, um, like I was telling the caller, man, um, it's been a lot said that a guy who only had one incompletion in the Super Bowl got, got outplayed in the second half, right? So I want to see that done again. If Hurts outplayed my boy last time and we won, then surely he's going to outplay him tonight, right? Man, Patrick Holmes has a lot of pride. Based on what you just said, he's like, look, I don't want him doing that in my building. This is my building. This is my ish. <laughs> when it comes to Patrick Mahomes, Facts. I do not want Jalen Hurts coming in here thinking what you did in the Super Bowl that you're going to do in here, especially against an improved defense. And Mahomes on the other side with the offense, not like it was last year. They're prideful people. And then there are guys built like that when it comes to Patrick Mahomes, who does not want Jalen Hurts coming into his house and doing to him what Jared Goff did opening night for the Detroit Lions. Well, we know this football team of the Kansas City Chiefs, they're a close-knit team, right? And, I, and I'm pretty sure Chris Jones wants to have Patrick Mahomes and company and, and those guys is back in that secondary and those linebackers. So those guys have a, a good amount of pride in themselves as well to not let Jalen Hurts do what he was able to do in the Super Bowl versus their defense. Yeah, keep weighing in at 888-ESPN-888. 8-7-2-9-3-7-7-6. Massive game in the NFL on Monday Night Football, 8-15 Eastern Time on ABC and ESPN in Kansas City. The Chiefs on one side, the Philadelphia Eagles on the other side. Many people believe they might meet for a third time in a calendar year when it comes to the Super Bowl, but who wins tonight's game? Eagles or Chiefs? Harry's got the Eagles. I got the Chiefs. Who do you have? Hit us up at 888-729-3776. And can we put the Cowboys in the same class as the Eagles, the 49ers, and this team in the NFC. That's next on Freddie and Harry, and this is ESPN Radio. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman on this Reggae Monday known as Freddie and Harry. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Appreciate you joining us on Sirius XM Channel 80. And we always keep those heads going by telling your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Keep those calls coming in at 888 espn 888-729-3776-888-729-3776-888-729-3776-888-729-3776-888-729-3776-888-729-3776-888-729-3776-888-729-3776-888-729-3776-888-729-3776-888-729-3776-888-729-3776-888-729-3776-888-729-3776-888-
Yeah, when I look at the Seattle Seahawks, uh, right now we also got to see the health of Geno Smith moving forward. But I had a chance to see this team in person. And for some reason, offensively, it just seems like something is missing Mm -hmm. with this football team right now. They search for big plays instead of just taking what the defense gives them. The Minnesota Vikings, they were on a hot streak until they just lost, right, to the Denver Broncos, but Joshua Dobbs, I like the, the the way he looks at the quarterback position. The Rams, you can't have the Seahawks in Tier 3 and not put the Rams because the Rams have beat them twice. Really? And I think when you look at the Rams right now, they're in the nine spot when it comes to the playoffs, and we know the top seven actually get into the playoffs. But for, for the Rams, I, I look at them as a team. If Matthew Stafford is able to play, if Matthew Stafford is able to keep the ship afloat, they can float around and potentially make some noise. Now, I'm not banking on that. And Mm. then the NFC South, we already know. Now, let's get to Tier 2, Freddie. Okay, Tier 2, you have just two teams. Yep. The Lions and the Cowboys are my. Not close to Tier 1, but Tier 2, why? Uh, So I have the Cowboys in Tier 2 because, number one, it took them so long to figure out their identity offensively. Mm -hmm. And... I do like what Dak Prescott is as a quarterback, but when it comes to their defense, there are three teams that I mentioned earlier that are in the NFC that we know is going to be physical and run the football, and that's Philadelphia Eagles, the 49ers, and the Detroit Lions. Can the Dallas Cowboys be committed and show that they're able to stop the run when the biggest moments arise? Now, I have the Lions in Tier 2, and it's it's crazy that I'm putting them in Tier 2, but here's here's why I got them in Tier 2. All right. because they haven't been there or done it, right? I don't, I don't know how they're going to be in the moment. And I think when I look at the Philadelphia Eagles and the 49ers, who I have in Tier 1, we've seen those two teams be there and do it and, and play in those big games. All this is new for the Detroit Lions right now. Although I do like where they are as a football team, that's why I have them slightly in Tier 2. Okay, so in other words, Tier 1, you have the Eagles and 49ers. I hear what you're saying. Yep. I, think the, I, I guess I put all four of them. In tier one, meaning the Lions, Cowboys, Eagles, and 49ers, oh my. Not saying you don't make compelling arguments in terms of the Lions and Cowboys, why they're below them. But the NFC is so close together, and whatever regular season results have happened, there are no guarantees that's going to happen in the postseason. I think the Cowboys are going to be better. We'll see in the postseason. But they are a better football team now than that night versus San Francisco. And they gave the Eagles that business, that work in the second half. I can't wait to see what's going to happen between the Lions and the Cowboys or the 49ers and the Eagles. At least these teams will have played each other in the regular season. And I think that's why I'll get more of a determination, not just using one game. That's why I have all four of those teams in Tier two, in tier 1. But you got the Eagles and 49ers all by themselves in Tier 1. Yeah, when I look at the Philadelphia Eagles, I think – not being able to play your best this entire season and still finding ways to win to have the best record in the National Football League. I still do like Jalen Hurts. The only question I think I have for them is their pass defense. The San Francisco 49ers, a lot of people thought that they were lost. Not me. I'm mm-hmm. one of the few people that thought they were lost. I knew what this football team was capable of, and they've shown that both. the last two weeks. Yeah, you and me both. Either way, I still find it very, very strange that the role for the Eagles – to get out of the NFC is harder than the road for the Chiefs to get out of the AFC. There's no way I thought I even had that as a thought process because that's how much of a gauntlet the AFC seemed to be at the beginning of the year. But here we are, so many injuries, and the Chiefs, in a down year for them, still on top of these right now when it comes to AFC. We got tonight between the Eagles and the Chiefs and a little NFL who's been up to this point of the season. That's next on Freddie and Harry. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. 
You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.